And I was just like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm an idiot. The one thing I forgot to do and I meant to do before I came was actually... Lube up. Yes. Uh, If you enjoy the show, tell your friends. If you don't enjoy the show, then tell us what you think we're doing wrong. And uh, we'll either tell you to go fuck yourself or we'll try to... Probably that. We'll just probably say that. Yeah, most likely. (laughs) There's buttons and there's knobs. Oh, he loves buttons. All kinds of crazy shit. You got to play with them. You got a massive diarrhea. Yes, yes. I wouldn't know. I've never actually gotten out of the Shire. There are two idiots, essentially. They're two morons that kind of are the R2-D2, C-3PO characters that are not, like, the main characters. But they... You know, they kind of made it sound in the interviews like he was literally going to push a button, a hole was going to open, he was going to stick it in. I mean... Lando Calrissian was the coolest guy in the universe. I loved Lando Calrissian. Reddit Reddit is the guy who goes out back and plays with the shit with a a goddamn stick. He has strong feelings about interesting kids, and he wants them to want it. I want them to want it in the bogan. <laughs> it definitely looks like at the end of episode four, uh, that damn thing is blown to smithereens. But it doesn't blow up. But it's because it, I, I would think that it's the same Death Star. I mean, She was watching this movie because she's never seen it. She said to me, Darth Vader sure just does walk around a lot and bark orders at everybody. It's all he does is just walk around bark orders. And then he walks around and his cape flows behind him. Did you say that uh, you find her lack of... Uh, uh, oh shit, the hell, what the hell is the line? What line? God damn it. Um, your I think it was lack of faith. You know me as a kid. I could remember yes, any line from any movie that I ever seen. Yes. I just at this time in my life, like my my mind is just slowly going. I don't know if it's overload or what it is. I just, it's Well, just... they say that vigorous masturbation just kills brain cells, accelerates the, the... That would be fine, but it wouldn't be me. I'm, uh, you know, I'm not too far away from being celibate. So you're just doing this because you are literally setting me up for... Timmy to be bombarding me with useless knowledge. So, so the name of Vader. Go screw yourself, you motherfucker. (laughs) I've always wanted to know what the hell a Jawa looks like without the hood on. Um, I wanted a sand crawler, like really fucking bad. Um, they were, they had, more or less, they had, like, this weird remote-controlled version of a sand crawler. It was bigger, yeah. and it, you know, it it opened up. Oh, you yeah. could play with the action figures and everything yeah. else, but you, you could actually use the remote control to move the sand crawler. He doesn't have a synthesizer. Uh, mm-hmm. 
I don't care. Let's move on. Let's move on. So it'll come to me. This is where Luke gets in his little his little desert racer. Was it? What's that thing called? Uh, speeder. It's speeder, a land yeah. speeder. Or the land speeder. And then him and C three PO track down R two D two. Um, but they're also being at the same time they're being tracked down by the woolly mammoth people. The um, it's not woolly mammoth people. They're Tuscan Raiders. Tuscan Raiders. They did ride on a thing that looked like a woolly a mammoth. Bantha. They're called a bantha. Banthas. Yeah. Right now the cool thing was was the. In the uh, talk over, they talked about how they made the Bantha, the original Bantha that was used, um, because there was no good way of you didn't have CGI. So you, to, if you wanted them to be riding on the Bantha, you actually had to create it. So they took an elephant and dressed the elephant up. That's pretty it. wild. So it, it was pretty cool. It looked like Mad that. Max. Those the 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 sand guys. What are they called? The Tuscan, Tuscan Raiders. They look like straight out of Mad Max. Yeah. Now, the, the one thing I did find interesting in the commentary was George Lucas never acknowledges any kind of... Uh, he, he, he doesn't acknowledge any kind of um, impact that his movies had. So, for, for instance, the Tusken Raider scene where... He knocks down Luke, and he's standing over top of him, and he does he shakes Ooh, the staff over spear, top of yeah. him twice, then takes the hubcaps off the car. Right, that scene is one of those scenes that has been reused over and over and over again. Like almost, you know, I I can't tell you how many times I've seen it in kids' cartoons because it's mm-hmm. it it happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it it's very interesting how. Lucas doesn't even acknowledge that he these kind of things that you know had an influence that that had a big influence on culture. He right. doesn't seem to acknowledge that when he talks about it, which I find very odd. Mm-hmm. You know, I would think that if I were the guy, I would at least acknowledge, hey, yeah, this scene right here, this happened. And, you know, it happened to be one of those scenes that I, you know, that's reused over and over and over and over again. But anyway, go counting his money. Yeah, he's too busy. So, uh, Six so they're getting, they're getting, they're Luke's getting his ass whooped. And then a clan member jumps out and scares the mammoth people off. But it's not really a clan member. Takes off the hood and it's Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. Who shows more old cons- Ben Kenobi? Old Ben Kenobi, who, who shows more concern for R2-D2 than Luke. Yes, he does seem to. Yes. Um, and Luke wakes up and knows it's Ben Kenobi. And Ben Kenobi is played by Alec Guinness, who referred to Star Wars as fairy tale rubbish. Yeah, um, but you know what? At the same time, when he did this movie initially, he wanted to be involved. Mm-hmm. And he also seemed to be very pissed off that they decided to kill, kill him, him off, off at, at the end. Yeah, I, I reference that later. Oh, okay. But um, anyway. But he, he negotiated the best deal, the main cast. He of course he did. He two, was pretty much the only person on the cast. Yeah, two that had any Him and... Um, Peter Cushing. Peter Cushing were the only two that had any kind of yep. real careers. Yeah. You realize how intelligent we sound? Like, we were, we were barely born. Well, I wasn't born yet, and you were only, like, two. We were picking boogers. Yeah. And we knew all these old old actors. That's okay. the dedication that we put in this show. It's just obsession. Obsession. Yeah. I mean, I've seen tons of Peter other, I actually find movies with Peter Cushion in it just to watch him. There's other shows that are obsessed over other people as well. Okay. The podcast. Anyway, um, that, the amount that came to $3.3 million back then, that's what Alec Guinness received. Pretty good. Um, Estimates have him making over $60 million over the years from this deal. All right. Not bad. Not bad. Okay. Anyway, so old Ben starts recounting the days of uh, the Jedi Knights. Uh, Oh, you have to wear the Banthers were dressed up elephants, but go ahead. It's okay. Uh, Former peacekeepers of the Galactic Republic who derived their power from an energy energy field called the Bogus. What's it called? The Bogan? The Bogan, baby. <laughs> the Bogan. <laughs> the Force. Until they were all wiped out by the Empire. Uh, contrary to what his uncle told him, Luke's uncle told him, 
Luke learns that his father fought along Obi-Wan as a Jedi Knight until Vader, a former pupil of Obi-Wan's, turned to the dark side of the Force and murdered him. Obi-Wan presents Luke with his father's old weapon. His mother's... I wrote that in there. Oh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> I was wondering what the hell was going on, dude. Like, I'm like <laughs> listening. I wasn't reading along. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, of course, the first thing he does, I, I think uh, Timmy pointed out, the first thing he does is look directly into the end of the lightsaber. <laughs> The first goddamn thing he does is wonderful. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. I totally forgot about that. I just like the fact that you read it and didn't realize what you were reading until you read it. That's the best part. So anyway, uh, he talks. He rambles on about the Jedi Knights. Uh, talks about the Force. Uh, you put in here that Carrie Fisher spent the two days shooting the hologram scene, which I talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, they played out the whole scene that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, the whole the whole holograph scene where right. uh, says Obi Wan. That's her speech, not mine. Yeah, um, that whole yeah exactly. Um. And which she begs him to take to the Death Star plans to her home planet of Alderaan and give them to her father for analysis. Alderaan. Oh, whatever the fuck it's called. And that's when uh, he Obi-Wan invites Luke to accompany him to Alderaan. Alderaan. And learn the ways of the Force in Alderaan. 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 Um, and then Luke declines like a weenie. How am I ever going to explain this? Um... <laughs> Then we switch back to uh, the Death Star, um, <laughs> where they're being assembled like the Knights of the Round Table right. in that big conference room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're basically... You know they're evil right there when there's a huge conference table. <laughs> when there's a... <laughs> the bigger the table, <laughs> the, bigger table. the more evil they are. <laughs> um. Um, so you have Tarkin, played by Peter Cushion, who's kind of like the guy in charge. Yeah, he's he's kind of the um, junior villain. And uh, Vader is standing behind him, and that, of course, is where the scene comes in, where he's like, you're... you're, you you're I find your lack of faith disturbing. Yeah, the and one then starts you... choking him with his... He just takes his two <laughs> fingers, <laughs> and he's like literally choking the guy to death. Exactly, and he ends up falling. No, he doesn't fall off. That's later, right? That's when Vader kills somebody else later. Oh, yeah, la- yeah, later on. Then Vader goes. walks off, as Nika says. Vader likes to walk. Yeah, that's what he does. Then he's, we s- <laughs> he's pissed, and he takes off. Then we switch back to Obi and Luke in the Sand Racer. Um, they find the Sand People caravan, the uh, Jawas. Yeah, the Sand Crawler, and they all the Jawas have been shot, and, and he basically knows that it was the... Empire that it was yeah. blasters and the Empire yeah. must have been involved. So then he's like, "Shit, I got to get home." Yeah. He runes back, and Owen and uh, <laughs> Hermes are already dead. I, I can't love, remember her I name. I love this because Luke walks up, and this looks straight out of like Army of Darkness. You see, like Owen's Owen's like scorched. Let's get the hell out of here! Let's get the hell out of here! He's, he's Luke's. The people yes. he grew up with, he looks over and sees like char grilled Owen <laughs> doing like a, a skeleton push. <laughs> yeah, it, it's pretty good. It's pretty it's funny. Awesome. I actually broke out laughing. When I, so I just immediately went to Army of Darkness. Put <laughs> it up there in there. Um, and then we go back to the Death Star where, uh, and that's when. Um, doesn't Luke change his mind? He's like, I'm going to go with you to hell with this. Well, they're all dead. There's all nothing dead. keeping them there. He's saying, you know what? So he's like, all right, I'm going to go with you. I don't have to put the plow anymore. I'm so then go. back on the Death Star, they're interrogating... Uh, Leia. Leia. To find out where the rebel base is. Yeah. And she finally... they 
as the t- while that's going on, they're positioning the Death Star to blow up Alderaan. Mm-hmm. So basically, Tarkin gives him the last chance, and she's like, you know, uh, you know, of course I should have. S- I should have guessed that Tarkin would be here holding your leash, Vader. Anyway, but uh, mm-hmm. she, um, the, the Tarkin's like, if you don't tell me, I'm going to blow up the planet. And you she says, I'm not going to tell you. And then she's like, okay, fine, I'll tell you it's here. And it's like some moon. And he's like, well, that's way too far away to make a big impre- you know, big statement, so I'm going to blow up Alderaan. And he fucking blows up Alderaan. Blows it up, yeah. Yeah. So they, you know, she's like, "Oh, fuck you, then." And they put her back in jail. And we bat- flash back to Obi Wan and Luke, who are now going into Mos Eisley. Mos Eisley, yes. They're, they're, which is the cantina. Um, that's one of the more famous scenes. Yeah, the scene where they're, you know, these are not the droids you're looking for. Yeah, where where the stormtroopers accost them. They're looking for him, and that's everyone. Yeah, that's the first time you really kind of get a sense of, you know, some of the what the force can do, Mm -hmm. because you really don't know. They kind of it. It's like this hokey religion type thing, and you have the scene with Veda choking the guy, but then you see Obi Wan essentially mind trancing the fucking trooper. So you're like, okay, this is kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, you don't really get cool. it 100%, but it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool, you know. So, you know, he tells them, you know, move on. So move they on. go in, and they're trying to find somebody to fly them to Alderaan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which so is this canteen, and there's this music playing. There's all types of different aliens in there. Now, I will say that I think that the original music and the original scene was probably fine. I don't know that you had to enhance it with all these additional characters and all the big band and all that shit that they did in the... You got the testicle plan, the band plan. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that it was completely necessary, but it was fine. I don't have a complaint about it, per se. If I have a complaint about anything, it would be during episode uh, six when they have that that scene in Jabba's um, hut, Mm -hmm. in Jabba's uh, pit, and... um, they redid the singer and all that shit, and it's all CGI'd, and it looks kind of bad. Mm-hmm. I would have rather they just left it as the puppets <clears throat> because yeah. I thought the puppets looked better than the they CGI did. What they they actually I know um, Lucas asked uh, they needed more aliens in the scene. Lucas yes. actually helped asked uh, makeup master Rick Baker to use off the shelf monster masks. Right, which is why you had the dra- the, the devil. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, like right in the middle of everything, which made no sense. <laughs> they to, pronounced like, Lucifer, them, like pronounced them. Like it wasn't just like he's in the background. There was no, no. Like, they, they had to because they needed more diverse aliens. Mm-hmm. Um, so they just kind of used whatever was available. Yeah, the background voices in the canteen include various animal noises, people speaking African languages, and a group of the editors gathered in a room speaking gibberish after breathing in helium. Yeah. Okay. Good stuff. And that's where we see Chewie as well. Um, for the first time. For the first time. Um, so they're brought to... They Laugh been, it up, Furball. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Um, Man Bear Pig harasses Luke, and uh, Obi-Wan goes ahead and cuts his arm off. <laughs> Slices yeah. it off. People, like, stop for a second, and then keep on going, because it's like... It's whatever goes. It's like the Wild West in there. Yeah, I don't. Have you ever seen um, <clears throat> Robot Chicken? No. Okay, no. Robot Chicken does that scene with the guy. You know, he doesn't like you. I don't like you. They do that scene where they show the other guy. And he's like, I didn't say that. What are you doing? Stop fucking around. Like it's <laughs> it's hilarious, dude. Like if you ever get a chance to watch it, it's. The uh, Robot Chicken Star Wars special. Okay. I'll, it's I'll, pretty good. I'll take a look at that. Yeah, dude. It's it's really funny. So, um, let's see. Then they end up meeting um, Indiana, I mean, uh, Han Solo and, and the Wookiee. Um, they negotiate a price um, to That's take... That's far too much. That's far too much. Yeah. 
because Luke is a whiny bitch. Yeah, he's, he's he really is a whiny, a whiny bitch, bitch through movie, yeah. the the first half of this movie. Mm-hmm. He he he's a little less whiny towards the end. Well, he's supposed to be a whiny little bitch. Yeah, I think he is. Yeah, um, there is a scene at the end of the movie that always bothered me, but we'll get to it. So they negotiate a price, and they're going to take the Millennium Falcon. Um, but Greedo has plans. Yep, Greedo shows up. Greedo shows up. He looks like a walking plunger. Yeah, I always I like Greedo. I like almost all of the um, bounty hunters. Mm-hmm. Um, the only bounty hunter I was never really big on was probably IG eighty eight, which is the robot, like the the weird skinny looking robot. Yes, I, I was never a big fan of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rest of them. Um, I always kind of liked, and my favorite character of all time through Star Wars is Bosk. Oh, really? And he's a reptilian um, bounty hunter that's in episode five, the scene where um, they bring in all the bounty hunters to find to hunt down Han and Luke, mm-hmm. or Han and the princess, actually, and when the... Uh, uh, Millennium Falcon like sits on the back of the ship and then drifts yeah. off when they let all the trash out. Uh-huh. Bosk is is the reptile uh, in the scene. Oh, really? With all the bounty hunters, he's the he's the one. Hey, okay. So he's always been my favorite. I have no idea why, but he always has been probably my favorite. Hmm. Anyway, so this is the whole scene where Greedo and and uh, Greedo is sent by Jabba the Hutt. And but he decides that he's going to get greedy and say, you know, why don't you give me the money and I'll just act like I didn't see you. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why I another reason why I, this scene doesn't make any sense is because you know Hans just kind of like you know everybody gets boarded and I I'll pay him um, and he right. <clears throat> you know. Jabba was demanding like 30% or something mm-hmm. like that. He's just like, that's way too much. And, <laughs> you know, just give me the money and I'll look the other way. Which is why I said it never made sense to me if Greedo the entire time is expecting him to get the money and give it to him. Why would he shoot him? I don't know. And, oh, by the way, he's a bounty hunter. He's two feet away from his target, yeah, and he shoots literally three feet away from anything remotely close to hitting Han. Yeah, I, 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 I it perplexes horrible, the mind. The dude. worst bounty hunter ever. I, I don't, you know, Greedo was always kind of a cool character too. Yeah, like he was. everybody, when the movie came out, people liked it, liked the character, um, just like uh, Boba Fett, which was a weird character. If you really know the history of that character, the action figure actually existed long before the character existed. Mm -hmm. Because Boba Fett, who is in the re-release version of the movie, was not in the original version because he's in the Mm cutscene with Jabba the Hutt. Right, which is about to come up. Right, but even so, like, he was put into that scene because when they originally filmed it, he wasn't in the scene anyway because he didn't exist because Boba Fett was a action figure way before he was ever in any movies. Isn't that something? Yeah. So he, he has was his own, he has his own like uh, story in the universe though. He's huge. he does now, right? But when he was originally released, it was kind of like one of those things like this guy's coming. Mm-hmm. He's badass, and you want him, and yes. everybody. You had to put in like box tops and send them in to yeah. get him and everything oh, else. Oh, well, the special, special and, ones. Uh. You know, yeah, because there was a couple of those characters. Like eventually, I think in um, when episode six was coming out, you could get the uh, 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 Vader. After he was Thanks. dead, oh, oh okay. Uh, you could get that character, oh, like really? it was a clear character. I think I actually have him. Um, it's not worth anything, but you'd send away to get that character too. Like you'd use the cut off the box tops and mm-hmm. send it into Kender, and that's how you would get it. No shit. 
So anyway, uh, GI Joe did, did that too. GI Joe. Yeah, yeah, GI Joe did that with a couple things. Yeah. Um, a lot of things did it. Like it was a way to get you to collect a bunch of their yeah. toys and send away. So the next, there you have various scenes that come up. You have the stormtroopers are ransacking uh, the, the the town, the city. Uh, the droids are hiding. Yeah. Um, because they're being tracked by this bounty hunter. Right. Um, and then we had that scene with Han and Jabba that wasn't in the original. Yeah, that wasn't in the original because there was no way that they could put it in the original because they he always expected Jabba to be some kind of alien creature. Mm-hmm. I don't know that he had chosen it to be like a big... Steaming pile. Yeah, <laughs> steaming pile of shit. But, um, you know, he that's why, it, because they didn't have a way to do it, in the original movie, they left it out. Now, of course, the problems that I have with the scene, there's two major problems. The one problem, of course, is that because originally it was filmed, it was a big fat dude standing there. So when Han was talking to him, you know, he's pointing at him. At one point in time, he walked around to the other side of the big fat guy because he could easily do that. Well, since you then have Jabba the Hutt, who is this squid monster or squid monster, like worm monster thing, um, you couldn't do that. So you had that weird thing where Han steps up on his tail and walks around to the other side of him, which makes zero sense Sense. whatsoever. Like, why would he ever in a million years step on Jabba the Hutt and walk around like that? But then beyond that, if you watch very, very close, and even even in the Blu-ray version, you watch very close to his hands when he's moving his hands around when he's talking to Jabba. It goes into Jabba. Oh, like, it does. It, you know, Jabba's, when he's spot. fleshed out, his hand goes through Jabba mm-hmm. because they couldn't... Had to wash it afterwards. They, yeah, I mean, they, it is what it was. I mean, it was... Um, mm. But those scenes always bothered me a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. It did. It just, it's a weird, it was a weird, even as I watched, it was jarring. It is. It was it, jarring. You, why would he, him stepping on his tail was really horrible, but then to follow that up with the whole, you know, putting his hands through it. And really what it boils down to was the scene was not really necessary. No. It wasn't. I mean, you had already kind of put it out there no. that. Jabba the Hutt, you he you know he owed Jabba Hutt money, and I think the only reason Lucas really put him in was to show that Jabba, when he was a little younger, was still more mobile and mm-hmm. could get around more, mm-hmm. um, as opposed to in Episode Six when he's pretty much lethargic and much fatter. Yeah. So I I don't know. It's, Lots of saturated fat. Yeah, it's a really diet. weird scene. Right. Yeah. So so anyway. Uh, the troopers are coming, and so they get in the death, the Millennium Falcon, jump in the Millennium Falcon. Well, they got back together with Luke, and mm-hmm. uh, Jabba has already taken off. Well, that's when the troopers show up, so they jump into the Millennium Falcon and they take off out of there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and they then, when as they get take take off, they have star star destroyers, right, that are on their tail, but they are able to get out using the Millennium Falcons. Ludicrous speed. Right. Magnus. Well, and that, of course, the the warp speed that they use in that is one of those things where it's it's really fucking cool the first time you see that as a kid. Yeah. Like, it was one of those things that was amazing that you just never even would have thought where, like, everything's kind of standing still and then, like, everything streaks past you because yeah. you're moving so quick and it's really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Um so at this point, I think they must have jumped off of them over to the Death Star, didn't they? They did, just very briefly. Yeah. Very, very briefly, they jumped over to the Death Star, and that's where you see, well, you, already, you, already, you already covered it, but that's when they blew up Alderaan. Right, okay. They, they, that's when Leia watches. And that, and then, of course, they go right back to Millennium Falcon, and, and that's when Falcon, yeah. he's like... It felt, sounds like a million voices just screamed out and then were silenced. It was, <laughs> it's one of those scenes where it's like, ew. 
Uh, there, there, there are plenty of lines in Star Wars that are just kind of like, uh, oh, God, that's kind of not yeah, a great line. Yeah, not a great line. So, so anyway, he's starting to train Luke. Um, you know, he's trying to get him to reach out with his feelings, which, of course, once you get to episode one, two, and three, makes no real sense because the whole point of being a Jedi is to essentially have no feelings. feelings. Um, (laughs) So it's kind of adverse to what, you know, the teachings would have been, but that's fine. It really doesn't matter. Um, You know, and then Han's like, I don't believe in your ancient religions. Mm -hmm. And essentially... He wants to find the Holy Grail, so... Yeah, so he he convinces Luke to put on the helmet with this blaster shield down and... Luke does manage to block the three shots off of this floating, like, shooting droid yeah, thing. Yeah, shooting droid thing, yeah. Uh, at the same time, I believe you also have the scene of um, Chewbacca f- playing the space chess with uh, R2-D2. Yes. And, um, you know, of course, the whole scene where, you know, Han's, like, our C-3PO says nobody's ever concerned about uh, angering a robot or a droid. And Han's like, well, a droid won't rip your arms off if he loses. <laughs> and C-3PO says, uh, new, I, I suggest a new plan. Let the Wookiee win. <laughs> so it, yeah. it, it's one of those great iconic scenes, of course. There's tons of those iconic scenes through Star Wars, yes. but, you know, it's just another one. Uh, they... They finally come out of, uh, or they're coming out of Alt to where Alderaan is supposed to be. Alderaan's been blown up, so blown they come shit. out of it, and they think that they came out in a, a meteor shower, mm-hmm. but they soon realize that Alderaan's been blown to shit. Mm-hmm. Um, then they see a space pod. They start chasing its space pod, and it, it ends up being. Well, they don't know what the hell it is. They they don't know, they don't know what the hell it is because it's not on any of the maps and. Yeah. That's when they they get close to it is when they realize that it's a base. It's it's yeah. you know the it's the Star, Death Star. Where they see the Death Star and it's too late because they're starting. Yeah, to get they're fucked. In, they get sucked in by a tractor tra- beam. Which is pretty and cool because there is no beam. It's like they just get sucked in. Right, right. It's it's almost like gravity's yeah, pulling I them in. That was cool. I like that effect. I so like that yeah, no they there. didn't need to do some kind of crazy light show to mm-hmm. suck it in. But anyway. Um, so they get sucked in. The Falcon's sucked into the Death Star. Um, Darth Vader comes marching out because that's what he does. You tell he orders his people to go search it, but he also feels something. Something is off the of Darth Vader. Uh, meanwhile, inside they successfully hide, or Luke and all them. You mean he had a feeling that he hasn't had a f- that he hasn't felt in a long time? Yes. That's strange. So anyway, they're they're all hiding in these cargo bins because he's a smuggler. Uh, Han's a smuggler, and he knows how to hide. You know, so they hid inside. Special skill. They uh, knock out a couple stormtroopers and steal their uniforms so that they can then get up into this communication center and figure up. out what the yeah. fuck they're doing. Yeah. So once they get up there, they realize that Leia is on this base. And they say, okay, well, there's no way we're going to get out of here if we don't take down the the tractor, the tractor beam. Yeah. So Obi-Wan said, I'll go take care of that. Uh, those two guys are hanging out with the droids, and they're like, okay, look, we need to go save the princess. And Han's like, fuck that noise. I don't want to die. Uh, Luke's like, I'm sure there's a bunch of money in it for you. <laughs> so he's like, all right. I'll do it. Whatever. How much money? He's like, more money than you'll ever see, <laughs> or you could ever think of, which is another really bad line. It, it is one of the few scenes, by the way, that they have in the whole movie where it's just Luke and Han kind of going back, back and, and forth. forth yeah. So it, it, it is a good scene, per se, but it, it's not... The dialogue is definitely not, not great. Not up to par. Not the um, So essentially, uh, Luke comes up with a plan where he's going to put... Where they're going to take Chewie down to detention as center. As a prisoner, disguised as a, as a prisoner, prisoner. And, you know, him and Han are going to take him down there so that they can get 
layout. Of course, the only problem with I have that that whole thing is wouldn't people know that there's a Wookiee prisoner on board? Yeah, some people. <laughs> you would think that somebody would have known that. Yeah. So anyway, they get down there and uh, you know they they come in and they're like, ah, oh, it's a prisoner transport, and they get in there and they basically take out the couple guards they that take are the in guards the out, prison yeah, section. They take the guards out. Uh, and, of course, in the process, they've shot a couple guards. Well, an alarm goes off, and Han gets a call from some kind of main office area. Mm-hmm. And he, I mean, <laughs> you don't really know where it's coming from. So I guess security office or something. Mm-hmm. And he's just like... Uh, He's trying to talk. He can't really. He's not really doing very well. Trying to convince the guys, like, well, uh, everything's fine here. Don't worry. Just don't worry about it. Uh, okay, well, we're going to send a couple people down. Well, no, there's a there's a leak. <laughs> <laughs> so finally, he's just like, uh, you know, while he's going through all this, Luke is trying to find the princess. Mm-hmm. Uh, Han turns around, is like, uh, he shoots the thing. He's like, Luke, we're going to have company because he's. He shot the control for the speaker panel. He's right. no longer talking to home base. Right. So they lock the door. Uh, they're waiting for the people to show up, and they're trying to find Leia. Well, Luke finds Leia, who's in one of the things. She says, you're kind of short for a stormtrooper. He's like, oh. And he takes off his head. He's like, I'm Luke Skywalker. And she's like, who the fuck are you? Are so you? then he gets out of the thing. The stormtroopers finally show up, and they're like, all right. So now they're trying to fight it off, and they're trying to get the fuck out of there. And Han, of, of course, Leia, who is badass. a badass. I actually have written down here, Leia is a strong female lead. She is. She's very strong. So she takes the weapon away from Luke, who is a Pansy. pussy boy, yes, and Pansy. shoots a hole in a vent. They jump escape. through the hole, and they escape down into the trash compactor. The Turlac pit. Uh, it, the, well, it's tur- a trash, trash compactor. Turlac pit. No, the Turlac pit is the pit that they fall into in, in episode, episode six. six. Yeah, that's where Boba Fett dies. Right. So... You know who also dies? Luke Skywalker dies in episode <sighs> nine. Yes, he does. It, no, it's episode, episode eight. eight. Sorry, episode eight. We gotta be clear. And technically, he didn't die. He, just he became was one with the abs- force. Yes, he became one. Took with him the long force. enough. You know that? Just like, you know, our wizard in this movie. Obi Wan. Yes. Yeah. So of course, at this point, you're you're. Uh, you can make the obvious connections that Obi-Wan Kenobi is your Merlin character. He's Merlin. Uh, you know. Abracadabra. Luke is King Arthur. Uh, you know, you have the princess is Guinevere. Guinevere and, Han and, of Solo course, Han Solo is Lancelot. Is Lancelot. I mean, it's it's a very obvious, you know, correlation. Mm-hmm. It is a very obvious. There's only five stories being told throughout history. More or less, you're Just right. Tell it over and over again. And Black Panther too. That's the sixth. You, well, that's the that's sixth a new story. category. Yes, they, you completely blew everyone away. I, I did. That's like you know how there was only like four or five tastings you could do, and they found another one, or they found a new element. Black Panther is the new vibranium. Element. Vibranium. It is a yeah, new element. That's the new element that's as well. The new movie. The new and movie. the new taste that came out of that. Yes. It's called. Uh, Black Panther taint. <laughs> I try to keep straight there. I couldn't do it. All right. So anyway, uh, they now this the, the, the now when trash Lucas was talking about this, he he pointed out the fact that this would have been where you would have seen kind of the serialization uh, coming together. Like they had, you know, they're they're in the. They're in the prison section, and they have to escape from the prison section. But as, you know, when they finally do manage to escape from the prison section, they end up in a pit. Pits. And there's a monster in the pit. Then they try to get away from the monster. And when they finally get away from the monster, it's because the walls are caving in yeah, on them. Yeah. And then they have to get out of there. Like it, it's You can one see where another. it would be one after the another Comedy after another, bears, where it would yes. be perfect for like... You know what uh, uh, they talk about in Misery. If you've seen Misery, mm-hmm. is the serials. Yes. So he didn't get out of the cockadoodle car. He didn't get out of cockadoodle. 
that that's a fucking movie we got to do. Yes, I love we misery. We'll, we'll, I absolutely love. We'll do it in the fall. I think we should. That's a fall. Yeah, yeah, movie. it's fine. That's fall. Any time is good for misery. So, um, so, so this they're in this trash pit. Luke gets sucked under by the eyeball creature. Yes, uh, it's it's actually a weird looking creature. If you've actually seen what it's supposed to look like, it looks kind of like some kind of a dinosaur with a long head with an eyeball at the end of the head. It's really kind of fucking weird. Whatever but happened you never to really What happened because to... Because the walls come... So because the, there's a place for him to go. Oh, he's got a little little house. He's got a little, like, cage or something yeah. underneath that he escapes to. Like, if you've actually bought the original playset, uh-huh. uh, there's a actual place for him to go down underneath the uh, thing where it crushes why, up. Why is he on the Death Star? I don't know, dude. I don't know if it was a like some kind of a creature that grew and managed to find a way to survive in this pit. Why would he have his own house? I don't. I don't think it, he has his own house. I don't know. I don't know if it's some. Why would you have this monster in there on the off chance that somebody ends up jumping into the I, trash I, compactor? I, I mean, it doesn't like, make any sense. They're building a Death Star. Is like you know what we need here. It we, makes more we sense. We need to have that monster from that one planet right here in this trash. It pit. would make more sense that it was flushed down the toilet like an alligator, and it just grew and managed to find some way to hide whenever the wall, whenever the trash was being compacted. That would make more sense. Yeah, I guess like so. some kid. Whose dad was a stormtrooper, yeah, like flushed his alligator down the fucking toilet. Came one with the force in the toilet. Yeah, and that that, that makes a lot more sense it to does. me. It does anyway. So where the hell are we? So the the walls come. Though yeah, the walls in. are crashing in. Um, Luke contacts C three PO with his pre prepubescent voice. Asking them to shut off the trash compactor. Yeah, which initially he doesn't hear because he had left his communicator sitting out on the wall, and they were locked into a closet when the stormtrooper showed up in the room that they were waiting in. So he's like, well, we, uh, we hid here. They were here, and they went that way. They were going down to the prison section. So basically he was playing it up, which is pretty intelligent for a droid. Right. Um. I'm going to take this one down to get him service. So they conveniently get out of the room, and that's when he's able to put the communication back on, and he realizes that they're uh, stuck in the trash compactor, Mm -hmm. and he tells R2-D2 to shut it off. And he hears them, after he shuts it off, he hears them yelling, and he assumes that they've been crushed to death. So he's berating himself as he tends to do throughout the entire series. But they do get them out just in time. Yes, of course. Um, it should be noted that uh, Mark Hamill held his breath so hard in this movie that he popped the blood vessel on the side of his face. In his eye. In his eye. Yeah. And so Luke had to, Luke had to shoot, adjust the framing while shooting the rest of the scene to avoid showing, showing it. Well, they also, the scene that they shot right after that was the scene at the very end of the movie where they received their medals. Okay. So it was, uh, they had to shoot it from a certain angle so you wouldn't have seen the bloodshot eyes. Okay. Um, But anyway, the, uh, the, so while this is all going on, Obi-Wan Kenobi was sneaking around and turning off the tractor beam. Yeah. He then finally comes out, which then gets uh, the attention of Vader. Vader confronts him, and they have a little talk about, uh, you know, things not going well between them. Because they had a prior relationship. Yes, they had a prior relationship that went south. Uh, and uh, That's when uh, he says, strike me down. Not quite yet. Not, 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 not quite yet. They start fighting. Not quite yet. And uh, sorry, yeah, he basically does do that. Though, if you strike me down, I'll become stronger than you ever. Stronger know. than you ever. Uh, but he says it very sexy, like, and mm-hmm. you know, like a man, like a real, like a man. real man, not like Luke. No. So anyway, um, he starts fighting with Darth Vader, and he opens the door, and he does this whole thing. 
Oh, by the way, while this is going on, the uh, they're running down the hall. They run into a bunch of stormtroopers. Then they start running away in the opposite direction. I've always found it interesting that for some reason... When you say they, you mean... Han Solo Luke, and Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker. Oh, yeah, they have gotten out of the thing, and they're trying to get back to the Falcon. The Falcon. Right. Uh, they run into a group. Now, they're all together, but for some reason, Han decides that he's going to fight them off on his own, and they run away from Han, which made no sense. No sense. But anyway... Uh, Everybody's the, a bunch of pansies. Uh, Luke and Leia run off in the other direction, and of course that leads to the scene where they swing across, um, which is just a standard scene that you would see in pretty Indiana much Jones. like every Robin Hood movie yes. or Indiana Jones or any of those kind of adventure movies. Uh, you always tend to have one of those scenes where you f- swing across a big ravine. Like right, we right. talked about it in Robin Hood. You got to have that scene. When we did our Robin Hood some- review. There's something... That you need to have there with a with a with a a pit. Now, of course, at this point in time, you don't know that Luke and, and Leia, Leia are, brother, are and brother and sister. And neither did George Lucas. Well, probably not. But he had it, no idea they were brother and sister at this point. He had, you know, so they have this weird kind of like incestual thing going yeah, on. Yeah, where they they definitely, you know, they were look like they're having feelings for each other, and at the same time, Han is. Not at this point having feelings for the princess, like he's just kind of fucking with Luke, mm-hmm. it, you know. Because Luke's like, Do you think that me and Leia is like, nah, I think she'd be into me more than you? That that comes a little later when they actually get out of the Death Star, but essentially, she kisses him on the cheek or the mouth. I don't remember. I don't remember. Uh, then they swing across and they manage to get away. And they all reunite, like, pretty much about 25 feet away from the Falcon, but they can't get into it because yeah. the Falcon's entrance being is being guarded, guarded by the stormtroopers. Right. And that's when the window the window to the Friday night fight is going on. It right. opens up, and you see, for some reason, there's Vader and Obi-Wan fighting. Right. And the stormtroopers so are, like, are like, whoa, let's go watch. Check this out. <laughs> so as soon as they go off, like, Han and the, the, well, the droids go fucking driving in and Han and Leia start running in and Luke of course runs out and he sees Obi-Wan fighting so he gets sidetracked instead of running into the Falcon as well Um, that's when he says if you strike me down that's when Obi-Wan says to do if you strike me down that in that sexy Beatles voice. If you strike me down, if you strike me down, I'll become more powerful than you would ever know. And that's when Vader goes, "Hey!" And then Alec Guinness disappears. Yes, he disappears, and Darth Vader just kind of like you oh. know, steps his foot on him. Like, where the fuck did he go? Where the fuck? Did... So, as you said, Luke gets pissed. He starts shooting everybody, and they go to take off. And they go to take off. Now, as you said, that Guinness was not supposed to die here. Not um, a, not originally, no. But however, while shooting this, the film, Lucas realized there's once they escape the Death Star, there's nothing else for Obi Wan to do. Um, even though Guinness wasn't wild about being killed off in the second act, Lucas rewrote the ending during production to make it work. As you said, sir. So then we're aboard the the. Fal- yeah, he also convinced him that he would be brought back in a an important role as the movie went on, which he was. He was brought back as a force ghost. Yeah, and he was still there as a mentor to Luke. Yeah, the voice. Luke, don't pull, don't pull that finger, Luke. Yeah, you'll regret pulling. Luke, use the force, Luke. Use the force, Luke. Use the. Turn off your fucking tracker. <laughs> you don't need that. <laughs> so we're inside. Luke, is everything okay? You've turned off your guidance system. Yeah, so everything's uh, fine. Everything's fine. I'm just going to go right on in yeah, there and press this button wrong here. and pull up the Death Star. How are you? <laughs> so speaking of which, we're, we're inside the Illuminal Falcon where Luke is depressed because he realizes that his bud's gone. Yep. Uh, meanwhile, Han is busy being a man. Yeah, trying to get them the fuck out. Yeah, of he's there. like, you know, I, you can go there and cry all you want, but I got to prepare. The, he's getting ready the guns because they're being chased by the. We're uh, not out of this yet. The tie, the four tie fighters. Yeah, they four. sent four, four tie fighters after him. Four, 
And they're just like, yeah, that seemed pretty easy. No shit. They sent four TIE fighters yeah. after you. So they end up annihilating the, the TIE fighters. Yes. Um, which is important because if you follow my Twitter feed, Scott Schaefer wanted everybody to know that he knows all about Star Wars. He said that Lucas, well, he didn't say, he said that, as you mentioned before, that it's this, this movie's about um, the fortress and about World War II. Hidden Fortress, yeah. Hidden Fortress and about World War II fights. And as you know, Lucas used vintage newsreels of actual World War II dogfights to help choreograph the space battles. Yeah, but, I mean, he did really well with it. I mean, Christ, dude, you can't, you know, what he did for this movie was excellent. Oh, yeah. Oh, he did fantastic, yeah. Um, so, uh, so they destroy the four TIE fighters. Uh, then Han reveals that he doesn't give a shit about the revolution when they land. Oh, yeah. He's a... He needs to get paid. <laughs> He's here to get paid. I'm getting paid. I'm getting laid by the ladies who know I'm in charge. Yeah, but meanwhile, Leia is talking about the plans. Uh, but Luke jumps in and says he cares. Of course I, he does. I, I care. I care a lot. Damn um, it. So there. The, meanwhile, it's still real to it's me. It's still real to me, damn it. <laughs> so meanwhile, on the base of uh, Yavin 4, where they land, uh, R2 is plugged in, and they reveal he reveals the Death Star plans. Um to the, the rebel yeah, yeah, forces. Yeah. But the Death Star attract the Falcon. Yes, they let, they put a... Uh, a, tr- um, a tractor beam. Not a tractor beam, a... Uh, no, during, during Luke's prostate exam, they insert a tracking beam. I mean, tracking device. A tracking device. Homing, homing, homing device. Homing That's device. what I was thinking. Yes, of. homing device. Yeah, the tractor beam is what sucked them into the yeah. Death Star in the first place. But when Luke got sucked under the water in the trash compactor scene, the dinosaur popped yeah, it in. Exactly. That's how they found it. Right him. in his rectum. So, um, rectum? I hardly knew him. <laughs> so the pilots are being, so the rebel pilots are being briefed, uh, and they're revealing that there's a weakness. Yes. In the thermal exhaust point. All the fighters look bored, by the way. Like, yeah, I'd rather be somewhere else. I can't mm-hmm. do this. They we in. used to do that. We shoot prop rats on our fucking <laughs> The most ordinary pilots in the world, too. Yeah. You know, none of them look physically fit, interested. Just well, there. and they shouldn't, though. I mean, they're they're not the military. These are like volunteers. No. This is a volunteer army volunteer that's trying army. to fight against. Okay. You know, we have a volunteer army in this country, and they are physically fit. They're required to be physically fit. Mm, the army, their physical fitness during draft years was definitely not up to snuff. Well, if you were drafted, you were not. You know, generally meeting the same criteria that you would have to meet if you were going into, say, like the Marines. <laughs> no, well, I'm just no, I fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. Well, these are. This is not even like a real force. This is this is a rebel force who are the, you know the rebels are just people that awesome from all these different planes. countries that come together. Countries, yeah, these planets. Yes, exactly, not countries. Could be countries. Far, far away. They could live in countries on those planets. They could. Um, All of a sudden, Luke is in a starfighter outfit. He's the best starfighter farmer boy ever. It's all about the Benjamin. Swamp Um, rats. um, But meanwhile, uh, Hans is taking off. He's like, I'm done with this shit. I got my money. I'm about to get... I got to take... What's wrong? It's quarter after ten. Well, we're almost finished. Yeah, I haven't eaten dinner. Oh, shit. Okay. This was, I needed to be out of here by 10 so I could get dinner, but that's, All right. it's skip it now. Go ahead. So, well, it's just the big, this is the big to do. Yep. This is the big to do. Mm-hmm. This is the finale. So you have all the the what are they what are the jet fighters called? They're the X wings. X wings. X wings. X wings and Y wings, more or less. The Y wings. The, the, the Y wings are kind of like bombers. Bombers. Uh, X wings are more like your uh, fighter planes. Mm-hmm. Um, they can maneuver better yeah. in smaller spaces. 
I love the really fat pilot, by the way. Porkins? Yeah. It's literally his name is Porkins. <laughs> Porkins. Love him. Yeah. So they go up there, and I guess um, they're too small for the Death Star weapons to target. Am I, am I reading that right? Mm, they're main weapons, but the surface weapons could target them. Okay, whatever. That's what I, that's what I picked up. So essentially, <laughs> um, this is when they have the initial runs into that, that there's a gully towards where they're supposed to drop yeah. the bombs. And then you have Vader and his his Tie Fighter, and he's got these two his two sidekicks, right? Yep. And it's like they are literally flying in the perfect formation, which would make sense. Which would make, like perfect formation. They go in, take them all apart. Yeah, the first set. The first set. Then the the second set comes in. Yep. Same thing. They're trying to get close. Vader comes in, blows them all apart. Well, I think one actually manages to get away this time. Uh, one, one gets away. One gets away. And the third time... Um, it's now his... It's now Luke. Luke. It's now Luke. It's the la- this is the last, right? Right. And then he goes down there um, for the, thro- the third run. Uh, Darth shows up. Um, it seems like they're using the same scene over. Um, one gets picked, the Luke on the left hand side gets picked off. Think what was his name? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Then Lance. Lance. <laughs> it was Lance and Bruce. Bruce. And Bruce gets picked off. Yeah. And that's when Luke is looking at his targeting system. And that's, as you said, that's when Alec McGinnis' voice comes and says, Use the force, Luke. Lose the force, Luke. And then Luke puts his shit away. And meanwhile, back at um, what's the base called? Yevon Four. Yevon Four. They're like, we don't know what's going on. He just closes targeting system. Yep. Because it worked for some well. And then Luke drops the bomb in him. Um. Oh shit! I missed the part about where uh, where um, Han Solo comes back. Well, no, he he's going down. He's run doing the run. Okay. Uh, down the surface, mm. and uh, of course Vader comes in with his two ships again. Mm-hmm. Vader manages to take off the guy on the left. Then he takes off the guy on the right, I, and he's about to get Luke when Han Falcon. comes back yeah. with the Falcon and shoots one of the two uh, Tie Fighters mm-hmm. that crashes into the wall and then crashes back over into the other Tie Fighter and kind of nicks. Uh, Vader's TIE fighter and kind of shoots him off into space. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's off into space. Luke has got a free run mm. and he, you know, uses the force and he, you know, drops the torpedoes and they perfect hit goes perfect right hit. down. Then you have the scene of uh, Peter Cushing with his finger to his lips because they're about to blow up the uh, the moon. And then the Death Star goes, da, 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 boom, blows up. Yeah, it's pretty cool the way that they built that up because essentially because they they traveled there, but they ended up on the wrong side of the planet. So they had to move around the planet to get into a place where they could shoot the moon. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, there's multiple issues with that concept, but <laughs> you know multiple that's lives. why the whole attack was a was able to happen because they had to move into a location where they could actually shoot the base on Yevon 4. Well, once they finally got themselves into a position and warmed up the weapons to go shoot it, that's when, of course, Luke had hit them with the thing, blew them all up, and they're, you know, Bob's your uncle, and Bob's your everybody's uncle. fucked. Everybody's fucked. So um, the issue, the biggest issue with that is, is uh, why didn't they just blow up Yevon? I don't know. Like, Yevon 4 is the is the fourth moon of Yevon. That's what Yevon 4 mm-hmm. is. So if Yevon's in the way and they're the, they don't give a fuck, then why don't they up. just blow up blow Yevon up. and then blow it up? Yeah, why? I mean, it would have taken them like two minutes yeah. instead of like 15. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense to me. Maybe they're perfectionists. I don't know. So um, that's a little bit of a flaw. Yeah. And we did miss the line... It's the ship that made the Kessel Run in 12 Parsecs. Oh. That was way, 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 way back in yeah. Mos Eisley. But, 
you know, we're not, we don't have to discuss the whole parsecs being a distance and that shit because they actually do kind of explain that in Solo, a Star Wars movie. Okay. It's a piss poor explanation, just like every other thing that they try to explain in that movie, but whatever. 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 Basically, I think he like bends time and it gives him the ability to move through a distance. Oh, good lord! In a shorter distance or something. something. I don't know. Who knows? So, uh, so last scene is with the medal ceremony where they bring in Leia brings in. Uh, well, you're missing an important scene. Oh shit! Well, during the battle, like Vader had shot Luke and hit R two D two. Oh, okay, sorry. That's so right. when they go and they land, he's they get out of the thing and he's like, you got to take care of that R2 unit. Me and him have been through a lot. And C-3PO is like losing his shit. He's just like, if any of my parts or whatever, my motors can help him, I'll gladly give them up. You know, and they bring it out and it looks like shit. And he's just like, eh, he'll be fine. <laughs> and he takes off with yeah. He just doesn't give two shits about <laughs> R2 at all. Realize R2 is like, That R2 unit and I have been through a lot. Yeah. Yet, like, five seconds later, he's just like, I'm going to go off with the princess yeah. and Han. Bye. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I, 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 I always know that. Yeah. It's, like, really fucked up, yeah. man. It's like you, your level it. of concern is just... Just far enough that once the princess shows up, it's like, ah, screw yeah, it. Screw I might get a piece over here. <laughs> this is ridiculous. It's, <laughs> it's just so dumb. So, um, so then they have the medal ceremony, and they get medals, and Chewie goes, raw, and R2-D2 goes, burp, 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 and they all laugh because they, that's somehow funny. Yeah, and then they start dancing then, on the ceiling. Doo-doo, 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 doo-doo. I, I don't understand. I literally have no idea what the fuck they're laughing about in that scene. Do you? No. I have no they're idea. Money Never did. Never understood. They're about the money they're about to make. That's what they're laughing They didn't about. make it. Lucas made it. Well. Those guys got paid fucking nothing. Jack, Jack. And... So speaking of the movie... Um, by the peak of its hysteria, Star Wars in late summer 1977, the Space Fanny was playing in over 1,000 theaters, an astronomical figure back, in then, back then. The longest-running engagement was 76 weeks, so over a year in Westgate Theater in Portland, Oregon. To this day, Star Wars New Hope has raked in $775 million worldwide, including re-releases and special editions. At the 1978 Academy Awards, Star Wars took home six Oscars for Best Art Director, Best Costume Design, Best Sound, Best Film Editing, Best Visual Effects, Best Original Score, Best Movie, Not Quite As Good As Black Panther. Nope. 20th Century Fox was cut off guard by the film's success and had the lab working around the clock to strike up new 35mm and 70mm prints. It was so successful. Mark Hamill made, here we go, $650,000 plus 0.025% of the movie's profits, as well as revenue on re-release, TV screenings, and more. 0.025. Dude, that is probably a lot. Of $700 million? I don't even, I I can't do the math on that because I'm dumb. So... Mm, let's see, I have a point. Jeez, how much would that be? One point? No, it's not a point. No, he doesn't get a point. No, no. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. A point would have been like... A point would have been 70, 7.5 million. million. Yeah, no, 7.5 million. 1% would be 7.5 million of 750 million. Oh, 750 million. Okay. So he probably made... <sighs> he made... You got to divide that by a lot. Yeah. So he didn't make that much. <laughs> well, whatever. Because so, that would have been $75 million. So then a quarter of that is what? Oh, well, you take a tenth of that, that's $7.5 million, and then take a quarter of that. Yeah. So that would be, uh, what, $3 million? 
So, yeah, it's approximately $3 million was what he made on that. Yep. So, well, that was Star Wars New Hope. Thought it was a great episode. Thought it was a great episode. It was definitely an episode. <laughs> it definitely was. There was a start, a finish, and an end. <laughs> uh, I think at some point in time we actually talked about the movie. We did, somewhere in there. So, the next movie we're doing is Pet Cemetery. Yes. A uh, Stephen King classic that I haven't seen. It's the first movie that I haven't seen before that we've, we've done. So Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah, it is kind of weird. I just never saw it. Never big in the horrors. Those type of horrors, I should say. Yeah. You know, but uh, very good. So uh, Star Wars, great movie. Can't say enough about it. Definitely on the upper, upper, upper echelon of the movies that I like, uh, especially after we were watching it. But Empire Strikes Back was awesome. Yeah, I, I felt one of the things um, that he said very interesting, he said, you know, the first time people watched it, they felt like there was so much information coming at them that it was a very, very quick, high-paced movie. But then when people went back and watched it years later, they all kind of had the feeling that it was a very slow-paced movie. And I only felt that interesting because I felt the same way. Uh-huh. Like I can see that, yeah. The movie is not very high-paced. Now, yeah. this last time I felt it was more high-paced, but probably because I I watched it, but then I watched it again with the commentary, so I was kind of more paying attention to right. the commentary than the movie itself. So maybe that's why I felt like the pacing was a little faster. Mm-hmm. Um but it's just kind of interesting how they pointed that out, and it's exactly how I always felt about it, but I never really mm-hmm. threw it out there into the ethos. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. No, whatever. So, um, make sure to follow us on you know, the, all the usual shit. SoundCloud, Twitter, Facebook, Stitcher, iTunes, JB's Robin Podcast. We're on all those things? Yeah. Leave a comment. Review. Have we been getting any comments? Because I, I haven't, haven't. I haven't checked in a while. Honestly, I haven't checked in a while. Um, I've been so busy with other projects. Um, that might be coming to fruition here soon. Okay. Um, or at least on the phase, I'd say. Um, but yeah, follow us on there. Leave us comments. We appreciate it. Uh, but remember, next time is Pet Cemetery. After that, if you want to look ahead, it's going to be uh, WrestleMania season. Yes, we'll be getting right around WrestleMania. We'll be, we've got a secret coming up. Can't wait. I just can't wait. I can't wait either. It's going to be great. I don't even know if we want to announce it. No, not yet. I think we just want to leave it out there. Leave it out there. Some people know what it is. It's, uh, yeah. It's a wonderful movie. And The Rock is not in it. Correct. Anyway, have a great week. We will see you at Pet Cemetery.